0: Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Avignon Realty. If you are a real estate agent and you're located in Texas, anywhere in Texas, Houston, Dallas, Austin, you're looking for a company to work with, Avignon Realty is the place to go. They'll provide you support and infrastructure so you can be a successful agent. They have a 100% commission plan. They'll give you performance coaching and the ability to work remotely, as well as mentoring by a team of experienced brokers. So a lot of tools at your disposal to make sure that you can be a successful agent here in Texas. To get started, give Van Din a call. He's the owner of Avignon Realty. His phone number is 469 951 3585. If you mention Six Penny's podcast, he's going to waive the first month's brokerage fee, which is, I think, about 300 bucks. Not bad. Once again, that's Avignon Realty. Owner's name is Van Din, our buddy Coach. And his phone number is 469 951 3585. All right,
1: here we go. Six Penny's podcast here. Timmy from. Uh, kind of crappy hotel room in atlanta mock you're down in houston albie is not with us today and so thought today would be a good time for us to go back to the vault and give an episode of one of our favorite tv shows of all time and dig deeper into arrested development mock how's it going
2: yeah it's good you said a crappy hotel room but to be honest the acoustics sound amazing in there you might want to you might want to go there for every podcast recording from now on
1: okay every time i'm in town for work i'll just make sure to Set up a few podcasts. Okay. Alright, Arrested Development. We picked the show because Mock, you've been going through a, a, a watch all the way through from start to finish. I don't think you've ever done that before, is that correct? Yeah,
2: this is my first time through. Uh you said it was one of our favorites. It for me it wasn't before, but it definitely is
1: now. oh Yeah. Nice. Um, so what had you seen before? Just a couple episodes here and there, or like a season or what?
2: Uh I think I had gone through the first two seasons
1: okay and i'll be clear like when i when i picked the rest of development as one of my favorite comedies of all time it was really based on the first three seasons and more of the first two seasons but uh really those first three seasons 2004 05 06 sometime around then when we were in college after that they brought it back for two more seasons on netflix i think season four was maybe three or four years ago and then season five was just recently i never watched season five I was not that interested in uh, but you watched those as well
2: yeah it does give good closure I feel like Um, although you know the original ended pretty well uh, I mean I I think it's always nice and fun to bring back kind of the nostalgia right of like the old characters that obviously they've aged a bit but it's it's nice seeing them again
1: oh boy they have aged a lot Well, we'll get to that in a second. But this episode is uh, all about one of our favorites. And I picked one from season two, episode four. It's called Good Grief. In this episode, uh, George Sr. is declared to be dead uh, in Mexico. And so the Bluth family is grieving. They're holding a wake for him. And they find out he's actually not dead. Um, And so George Michael finds him. George Michael is also grieving about being dumped by his girlfriend Job is performing some magic tricks at the wake. It's it's pretty incredible. What did you think about this episode when I chose it?
2: It was really good. Uh, Obviously, it's really fresh in my memory. I I think I just watched this one maybe a couple weeks ago or maybe just last week. Uh, So to watch it again this afternoon was refreshing. And it's a good one. I feel like you have a lot of good choices, a lot of good options to
1: choose from. uh, But this was definitely a good one first two seasons, I think it's hard to go wrong. I mean, I, I picked this one just because it was one of my more memorable ones, but let's go to memories. What do you think? Uh, what did you think when you watched this originally? I, I guess I, it's hard probably for you to separate since you just watched it so recently, but I'll go first. I think not just this show, but all of the rest of development in total was one of the more innovative shows. I think um, the smarter shows that were out there, the comedy was uh, really right up my alley around that time of life. And I loved it. I, I rewatched Arrested Development so many times in college and a couple of years after that. And uh, this episode in particular, I, I really, really liked. And I, I think like the thing about memories is that I don't know, you you mentioned how everybody has definitely aged. And, and that shows when I'm watching this episode right now. Like, it's amazing how young Jason Bateman looks. Of course, <laughs> the characters like Michael Sarah, George Michael, or maybe like they look so young as well. But yeah, what did you think as you're watching it?
2: I'm trying to think back when I watched it the first time. I'm guessing it was probably first or second year in college. And I think maybe that shows growth as well. Just the fact that I didn't like it then, but I like it now. And it being such a smart show, maybe I just wasn't ready for it at that point in my life. But you're right. I think this show in general is some of the best writing I've seen in a comedy. It, it's it's incredible. Like just I could read the script of this right now and enjoy it. Uh, I don't even need to kind of watch them play it out. But there's a lot of little things that we kind of picked up here and there in this episode that I didn't notice the first time around for sure. Like what? So Good Grief, the the play on uh, yep. kind of that commonly heard phrase from Charlie Brown in, in yep. Peanuts. And I just caught it this afternoon on, I guess this would be the third watch for me. He passes a doghouse, a red doghouse yep. with a Giant dog, dog, dog on top. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I never noticed that before. You
1: never noticed that. I, I uh. thought that was one of the most ingenious things. I mean, for those who haven't seen the episode yet, hopefully you'll pause right now and take a look really quick. The best thing about rest of moment, I think, is how fast the episodes go. They're the, the classic 21-minute episodes. Yeah. and This one flies right by. But, yeah, the first time that we see George Michael being sad, he puts his head down, they play the sad music, and he walks by a giant <laughs> red doghouse with a dog on top. It's definitely the Snoopy callback. And then this happens like four more times. But one of my favorite things is he walks into the house after he's sad, and he just hey. he just falls. He doesn't even fall onto the ground; he collapses, and his whole body yeah. like he doesn't use his arms to fall on the ground, which is, <laughs> is pretty incredible. He kind of melts to the floor. That's one of my favorite moments. What what were some of your other favorite moments in this episode?
2: I love the recurring themes in Yes Arrested Development, and and there's quite a bit uh, for sure. For this episode, it has to be kind of the sad walk. That yes. it's just incredible how they plays from character to character. George Michael, then George, and then George Tobias. Cena, yeah. <laughs> Tobias after he opens the fridge and he's like, "Who the f ate my hard boiled eggs?" That and, was a really <laughs> weird
1: scene. I, I remember <laughs> watching that in the past and and being confused because he's says something about like oh your moodiness or your your emotions can change at any minute and all of a sudden he opens the door and just cusses out somebody for, <laughs> for taking his hard-boiled eggs that's a really odd scene but yeah it's, it's great how he just goes to that that good grief music and is sad right after <laughs> for me it i think it's uh it's probably it's probably the joke about having pop popped in the attic um, <laughs> yeah. which i think i just i've i've always enjoyed and it's just you know uh michael thinking that george michael is you know hooking up with his girlfriend egg slash and and when george michael says that he's has pop pop in the attic um <laughs> i don't know i i think it's i think it's pretty yeah good.
2: just you referring to it as pop up shows me that you're not ready
1: yeah i also like there's a random scene i think when uh job and buster are preparing for their illusion Buster says, can you, can you really wear stripper clothes when you're not stripping? And, and Job says, you tell me, and then he gets off his pants. Um, and that leads me to my next point. I think peak performance here, best performance, I think has to go to Job in the first time, one of the first times I think that we get a look at his magician dance. What did you think? Uh,
2: best performance? Yeah, I think Job takes it. A lot of times the magician act is... A little bit on the annoying side, but this was yes. this was very endearing. Um, I mean, obviously, just strange way to grieve your dad. Uh, to, yeah. Uh, he just
1: wants to get into the poof, man.
2: <laughs> I will be buried in my father's place. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's very on brand for him. And, and yeah, you're right. This was a really good performance. And that scene where you say, you know, you tell me, that was probably the funniest point at the episode i would say
1: yeah Job is a hilarious character he's one of my favorites you know who else is a good character who derek shaw at farmer's insurance yes sir d shaw is sponsoring our podcast once again we thank him for uh being being our sponsor from the start It's, it's getting to be that kind of flood season we've seen earthquakes in california make sure to get your family all covered with uh life insurance home insurance car insurance and uh, check out Derek Shaw at Farmer's Insurance for a free consultation. His phone number is 214-729-6462. There's also discounts from, uh, for certain occupations, whether you're a teacher, a doctor, a nurse, an attorney. I-, I think it's pretty much any job I think we mentioned. You just get a discount. And especially if you say Six Payne's podcast, just mention it to him. I think he's going to give you an even better discount on top of that. So make sure to check out Derek Shaw at 214-729-6462. What a great character.
2: Yeah, thanks, Disha. All
1: right, let's get to my next topic, which is characters. In all of Arrested Development, so not just this episode, who are some of your favorite and your least favorite characters? Um, give me like one or two of each.
2: My favorite is probably Tobias.
1: Oh, you're a Tobias fan. Uh, I I, love that
2: guy. I think, he's weird. <laughs> he's weird, but the show would not be the same without him. And I feel like if... A couple of these other characters, if you took them out, uh, they're more replaceable.
1: Really? I, I feel like this ensemble cast is, is pretty impressive in that they're all unique and, and have their own quirks. Where yeah. I think it would be hard to replace a lot of them. Tobias, I, I, sometimes I feel like he's kind of a throwaway.
2: I appreciate it because he has some of the best lines. He does. Uh, I think. And, yeah. and I think that's the part of the show that i most appreciate so so in that sense i I appreciate him as a character as well
1: okay i think i'd probably go with Job gob Um, (laughs) he's he's pretty outstanding uh i think he's probably my favorite all time but i i do have a special place in my heart for young michael Sarah and some of his hilarious lines too yeah i i mentioned to you before that one of the other episodes i was considering was in season one it's called peer pressure yeah. And and in that one there's one of my favorite scenes in rest of development ever where George Michael is studying and he's like talking to himself, Oh, you stupid idiot. You get that wrong. And then <laughs> and then uh Michael comes in and, and George Michael's like, Well if I if I don't ace this test I'm not gonna have a, a long life full of hard work and a great job and he's just funny and then and then his dad tells him to take his finger out of the book or close the book and then George Michael like slowly <laughs> closes it and leaves his finger in it. Anyway, that's a totally Totally separate episode that um tiny moment, but for some reason George Michael has always been one of my favorites.
2: This was definitely as a whole Michael Sarah's best performance.
1: Like in Resid Development. Oh yeah, it's been downhill for him and and we'll get to that in a minute. What about least favorite characters on the show? Oh,
2: man. So least char- favorite characters. I-, I mentioned before, my first watch of this show, I did not enjoy it as much as I do network. Really, I didn't enjoy it. Um, wow. And I think it's because of this character specifically, and it's it's Wait. Lucille. Oh,
1: I thought I was gonna oh, it was going
2: to be Lindsay. Oh, no. Lucille won. It, oh, she-
1: I kind of I like Lucille.
2: It's, it's just, it got to a point, I think, watching the, it the first time around, it got too, too dysfunctional, and I think Lucille is huh. definitely at the crux of that. Okay. Uh, but are you saying you don't like Lindsay?
1: Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Lindsay, but I think that's her character, and I, I feel that way about Lucille. Like, I feel like she's not supposed to be super likable, and I think that's why I think that she's a, a great character.
2: No, that's fair. That's, pro- yeah. that's how they're written. Uh, they definitely play the parts well. It's just, it's too much dysfunction sometimes. So yeah. it's, it's hard to binge sometimes for me, even though they're only 21 minutes long. After about, huh. like, man, Lucille is, oh, I, what is wrong I, with his family?
1: I could I could watch this. I could just keep watching this on and on. Um, <laughs> so out of these characters, out of the actors that play these characters, what about their careers after Arrested installment? What do you think Ooh. about, uh, I mean, I, I, I think it's pretty clear that the Jason Bateman's got to be the, the most successful But I think a lot of these guys have had some pretty successful post the rest of development careers with with a few different shows and and movies out there.
2: Yeah. Will Arnett. uh, He's been in a few movies, a few comedies. Yep. uh, Married. Oh, married uh, from the show. Right.
1: I think Amy Poehler. Yeah. I
2: think they met on the show and and they got married for a while. Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought it was before that, but I I don't know.
2: I was just trying to think, has maybe been in anything else?
1: I don't think that maybe has been a- on anything else. I know that Anne has been on Parenthood. She had a pretty, pretty heavy recurring role on Parenthood. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, where she's much more likable there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe I don't think has done much. I, I know that, um, well, obviously Michael Sarah is probably the number two there after Jason Bateman. But yeah. I, I feel like he had a lot of potential and, and he got kind of weird uh, and went <laughs> downhill after that.
2: Well, don't sleep on Buster. Buster.
1: Well, yeah, Buster. Was in Veep. And, on the Veep, and I, yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. I mean, Jeffrey Tambor has, has done a ton before, George Sr., uh, and then he was on, like, Transparent. And then um, the lawyer, Hen- Henry Winkler, is, he's been in, like, everything, too. Yeah. All right, what, what do you have for me about Arrested Development or about this episode?
2: Well, I was just going to say another one of my fa- favorite characters was actually Oscar. Uh, I think this oh. is one of the few shows that normally, you know, a twin thing is kind of, uh, yes. you know, not a loophole, but what's the word I'm looking for? kind of cheap way to yeah. way to add to the storyline but yeah this is one of the shows that i think does it pretty well
1: uh Our oscar's and, amazing yeah.
2: oscar oscar is incredible he's definitely in a lot of the funniest scenes of the series even though you know he wasn't in this particular episode
1: that's true actually george senior doesn't get enough credit because he's he's an outstanding character not just because of him but also because of the twin brother that he plays because of oscar yeah you mentioned
2: Job and buster this was a really good episode for both of them, uh, especially, you know, preparing for the trick as well as the, um, sorry, sorry, Job the illusion, illusion. As well, Come on. <laughs> preparing for the illusion as well as performing the illusion. A trick uh, is
1: something that uh, a <laughs> whore right. does, I think.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what what is your favorite pairing on this show? Because I, I think, think that's mine.
1: Buster and Job. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I, I think anything with the brothers. So I I like Michael with Job as well, uh, and just the complex that they have there, and them both always trying to like beat each other out, each. When, like with Marta or with work or brother that. fights. Yeah, I feel like they have a great dynamic there. Yeah, that's probably my favorite.
2: Yeah, what about Maybe and George Michael?
1: <laughs> uh they're okay. I, I I was never a huge fan of of i mean it's it's a hilarious storyline don't get me yeah. wrong that's that's not my favorite pairing that's for sure um yeah i, I think it's got to be something with one of the main like one of the main siblings with uh with michael or joe or buster some combination there yeah
2: okay what about who is your favorite non full-time cast member or you know what i mean
1: full-time cast members probably uh so somebody who's still recurring though right
2: yeah, still recurring. So at least at least yeah. you know two episodes.
1: I think it's got to be Barry Zuckerhorn, Henry Winkler, the the lawyers is pretty incredible and in how clueless he is. <laughs> I, I think he's got to be my favorite. That's like in many episodes, but it's not like a main character. There's there's a
2: lot to choose from though. Well, uh, I
1: mean, I I was gonna go into who's your favorite cameo because there's a ton. Cameo, of cameos. okay, that's the word I was looking yeah, for. Because they they mention um, uh, Ben Stiller in this one. Um, yeah,
2: Tony Wonder. Yeah,
1: Tony Wonder. <laughs> They mentioned Tony Wonder, but then yeah, there's Ben Stiller, and then there's Julia Louise Dreyfus. There's obviously um, Charlize. Charlize in season three. Uh, there's tons more. So who's who's your favorite out of those?
2: I think it's Charlize. I, I think really. I I think those few episodes or that season really. She was in you know a ton of those episodes. That was some of the best writing. Uh, just really? how how they could always confuse Michael as far as how no, smart true, yeah. she was and, and yeah, or, what was it, Mr. F?
1: Mr. F, four British eyes only. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's pretty smart. I didn't love season three as much, but it definitely is quite, quite smart. I don't think Charlize would be one of my favorites, though, in terms of, like, the cameo actors. I think it's probably Jul- Julia Louise Dreyfus, but I was just thinking, who was the other one that I thought was really funny? Yeah, she's probably just the one let me see who else was oh oh i got uh it was carl weathers i think has a (laughs) pretty outstanding because he plays himself he's the only one that plays himself yeah Uh, not a big fan of like the andy richter thing but carl weathers is is pretty outstanding
2: they probably took it too far with the andy
1: richter like five quintuplet thing yeah Uh, yeah ben stiller tony wonder is is pretty great too before we wrap this up with a little bit more about comedies in general and where Arrested Development ranks in the all-time comedy rankings, let's give one more shout out to our sponsors at Tasty Tales in Richardson, Texas. Tasty Tales recently just sponsored our giveaway on Instagram, which was on July 4th. We gave away hundred dollars to Tasty Tales. Pretty awesome giveaway. We'll have more of those coming in the future, but just a reminder to go check them out in Richardson. They're open late. They have fresh crawfish still from the gulf i don't know how that's possible since it's already july but they've got some good stuff there and some great deals both on the seafood as well as on drinks you got drink specials pretty much every day happy hour monday through friday they've got sunday funday specials they also have like a new lobster po'boy on their secret menu which yikes I, we got to go there and check that out That sounds um, amazing and just make sure to to mention six pennies podcast again right when you walk in the door say six pennies podcast tell somebody tell the manager tell uh, a waiter and you'll get 15% off your dine-in purchase. Tasty Tales in Richardson, Texas. Alright, so, last thing I wanted to cover, you talked about how smart this show is, the writing in it. I just started thinking about, like, comedies and where Arrested Development ranks, because we talked about how I, I had always put Arrested Development in, you know, towards the top of my list. Um, yeah, it's always super think, high for you. I think in, like, my Mount Rushmore of comedies, it was always it was there. Right there with Friends, Seinfeld as the top two, and I I think Arrested Development was was right right next or or next with with a few others, despite the few seasons. But as I was like brainstorming and thinking of all the different comedies that kind of are on that all time list, I realized that I needed to split it up more into the this kind of smart comedy category where it's really a lot more about the writing, like the style of humor is is unique. Like, I don't think Albie loves Arrested Development. I don't think he really loved Seinfeld either. And, And that's fine. I enjoy them, but I, I feel like they're almost in a different category from the fun comedies, things like Friends or The Office. What what do you think about oh, that delineation there?
2: That's a tough, tough distinction.
1: Why? Um, well, let, let me give you a list of some of my smart comedies. Okay. And tell you why I think they're – and I, I just think that they're different. So Seinfeld, yeah. Arrested Development, Curb, I think, obviously falls in there. Yeah. Uh, Veep, I think, needs to be there, too. Um, okay. And then a couple other shows like Silicon Valley, I think is probably in there. Actually, that's pretty much it. So that's like at least like five like pretty smart comedies. But then the fun ones we got Friends in the Office. You got How I Met Your Mother, your favorite Scrubs, Parks and Rec, and Thirty Rock and Fresh Prince. Like those are all kind of just like fun comedies. It's not this, you know, necessarily the smartest humor, but it's just fun to watch. Where does The Office fit in there? The Office is fun. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah, do you think so? I think it's more fun than it is clever, smart,
2: witty. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's just a tough distinction,
1: though. Um, it's a tough. It's tough to. It's it's really cheating. I mean, it's really just trying to have more, you know, good comedies on my on my list. But yeah. I I feel like the most amazing thing about Arrest Development being on this list is that you know at the time when I made the list, it was just three seasons, and it's well, two and a half seasons. Season three was abbreviated because of, I think, the writer's strike that was going on there. And there's not many others that are, you know, have such an amazing uh, couple year run. We have, you know, everything else on the list is nine or 10 seasons. You have Friends, The Office, Seinfeld. Even like Curb ended up being that many seasons. Even something like 30 Rock or Parks and Rec, I think those are a good six or seven seasons as well. Well, in
2: in a lot of ways, that could be an advantage for them, though. Like the shorter it is, the less time you have to screw it up and to kind of outrun its glamour. You know, Uh, I remember when we made a top 10 list of uh, sitcoms a a few years ago, it was in like the second or third season of Modern Family. And I remember we we threw that in there and it has not lived up to the hype since then.
1: I mean, it's it's the How I Met Your Mother dilemma, right? Like, you start out with a yeah. really strong peak, and then it gets good ratings, it makes money, and so they just keep it going, despite the fact that the, the writing declines, the acting is, is not as good, and really should have ended after maybe four seasons. Um, yeah. Rest and Development kind of has the same problem, in my opinion. Like, I don't know if it belongs as high on this list anymore, knowing that there's two additional seasons, one of which I've never seen, and the other... <sighs> I was not that impressed with. And they're, what, like 10 years later. It just, do, I, I don't know. Like, do those count as part of Arrested Development? Does yeah, Michael Jordan Wizards count as his own, as his career? I, I don't know. That's, that's,
2: that's true. Yeah, that's tough. It's it's tough to make this list with only three as well, though. Three is, three is really short. I feel like you need five minimum to, to really, maybe, and maybe that's why they came back for four or five, just to make sure <laughs> they could make some Mount Rushmores. I don't know. If we're looking at sitcoms or comedies in general, it's really hard for Arrested Development to make the Mount Rushmore. Uh
0: yeah, I think I think you and
2: I both agree on uh you know, the top 2. You, know, you got Friends and Seinfeld. 3 and 4, can Arrested Development sneak in there for you?
1: I I don't know. I think The Office is is now pretty clearly about Yeah,
2: I think that has to be in there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: with with 9 seasons and just the rewatchability over the years for me. The
2: rewatchability exactly. Yeah.
1: I have watched Arrested Development so many times that it, it might be number four above Curb for me. Uh, but, I, I mean, Curb has nine seasons, so I, it's tough.
2: I do feel like Arrested Development is more rewatchable than Curb.
1: Definitely. That's, uh, yeah, like I was going to say, I, I've only watched Curb maybe, maybe twice for all the episodes. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, the other, there's other shows that have had those, you know, two or three years, either, either short shows or just have had that early peak. Whether that is, like I mentioned, Hi, Mary, Mother, or New Girl, first couple seasons, Modern Family, first couple seasons. Party Down is like a really overlooked show that was only a couple seasons. Master of None, Aziz, that's only two seasons too. Like those are all quite good. Yeah. I I guess they just can't be on here. I I know you love Scrubs and, and Will Smith and Fresh Prince. Like, do those get a mention?
2: scrubs is definitely in my mount more. oh uh, but it kind of has the same dilemma like i i throw away that last season just like you're throwing away the last season for arrested development
1: you know yeah but scrubs is nine seasons so you're only throwing scru- throwing away one yeah no that's fair i for uh, me scrubs is like a fun watch you can watch it anytime i would say probably four or five good seasons after that i was kind of like eh I'm, I'm i don't care
2: yeah but for me so it's those three and yeah, that's the, so. Scrubs would be up there, number four behind The Office, Friends, and Seinfeld. Okay. Uh, but for sure, Arrested Development, it, it's it's top ten. So it's
1: pretty Wow. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's got to be top ten, but it's it's probably like a top seven for you. is What it sounds like. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I would put it right there, five, six, seven range
1: with uh, yeah.
2: Fresh Prince. What other shows you mentioned? Arrested yeah, Development, Parks and Rec. Any-
1: I don't think any of the other two to four season shows or shows that had only good, you know, only had two to four, two to three good seasons, make it onto my top seven or eight. I think Arrested Development is the only one, like, despite the, the good How I Met Your Mother seasons or New Girl or whatever else, Masters of None, it's just, it's not enough. So I, I would probably have the same top three, the Friends Seinfeld Office. I, I'm, I'm going to Arrested Development 4, probably put Curb right after that, and then... Probably like a Parks and Rec or Thirty Rock would be would be next for me. Yeah,
2: I agree. But okay. it's tough because the like Thirty did you mention Thirty Rock in the smart section?
1: Thirty Rock is is uh that one toes the line. Yeah, that's yeah. That's good call. Yeah, I I think I would probably categorize it. I should categorize the smart more than more than the fun.
2: Yeah, Do you think? It's, it's really smart. It's a really smart show. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of stuff you can't
1: catch if you're just you know casually watching it on Maybe the side should, should probably re-watch that that's a i think that's an underrated show over the years no i agree overall
2: do you feel like arrest of Development as a whole is overrated underrated or just just right
1: i think it's i, I think you uh, texted albie and i about this you said it, you know the writing's really underrated you had never seen it fully all the way through so you know your stance changed but i think it's pretty properly rated and that's because there is a contingent of Extremely loyal and adamant fans and myself included, that the think arrest development belongs on that Mount Rushmore of top comedies. And then there's a ton of people who either never watched it or never cared about it. It it didn't really catch on in the ratings departments uh for a yeah. long time, but it had a huge rewatchability like on DVDs and, and Netflix later. So um I think that balance between the two makes it pretty properly rated.
2: Well, they played on that too in the actual episodes, you know, saying that they needed money or yes. that. They, <laughs> they say uh, they
1: talk about that in season three, right? Like, they're, yeah, they're like, oh, who's it gonna be? Is it Showtime? <laughs> Is that what they said? Yeah. Trying to figure out who's gonna buy it next.
2: It's like, seriously, yeah. tell your friends about this show. So, um, clever.
1: so clever. The last like three or four episodes, right? Yeah. So, uh, I think the but, cool thing that they did, like in season three, was that I think at the time they just, decided and they wrapped up and and shot like the last four episodes all at the same time. And it was Mm. pretty rushed because of um, it was getting canceled. Maybe it wasn't Rider strike. It was just getting canceled. Yeah. It did feel rushed a little bit. Yeah. They did all those funny things trying to get viewers to petition for it or something. Yeah. All right. Anything else?
2: I had a couple other thoughts about the episode itself. Yeah. Uh, I can't stop thinking of ice uh i can't take him seriously because i just see him as the guy from cool runnings man
1: oh okay yeah
2: like like the big tough guy who won't kiss his friend's lucky egg
1: <laughs> okay yeah you can't think it, can't something about ice he's a pretty odd character like in this episode i wasn't like i didn't feel that strongly either way about about him about incl uh you know talking about him in the episode is really just funny for everything else but yeah good call there <laughs>
2: yeah but i mean you can't knock his hustle like he, he's catering their parties he's a bounty hunter as well like he just, well, he's just getting he's more there.
1: customers too while he's there yeah if he doesn't get distracted by by Lindsay. he's he's
2: impressive he tells them about you know their granddad or, or their uh george being dead and then he's like well i'm just gonna leave my card here for any <laughs> weddings or or wakes <laughs> i'll just put it right oh uh, yeah and uh the other thing is probably my favorite running joke from the series, or at least this season that we're talking about, is is Anne and how Michael always forgets about Anne or forgets that he had conversations with her and, and just kind of rags on her for not being good enough for his son. Her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty, pretty good. I, I mean, my favorite running joke definitely is the chicken dance. In, in everything but yeah the Anne slash egg slash whatever they, they want to call her is is pretty good. It's like is she funny? She better be Well <laughs> I left you the
2: message. No we, we talked. We talked about
1: <laughs> We did? Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. Alright, well that, that was fun. Fun episode of the vault. Giving some some due time, deserved time to rest development. One of the best on my Mount Rushmore top seven for Umach. Um, next time on the vault we're going to do an incredible show stay tuned for that in the next couple weeks i've been re-watching and binging through one of the best of all time so no spoiler yeah no spoiler there but thank you for listening to six plays podcast let us know what you think of arrested development what some of your favorite smart and fun comedies are make sure to give us a review on itunes a like on facebook and instagram and thanks for listening